Welcome to the podcast, The Run Home with Bears Head and myself, mm. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks for being part of the podcast. Uh, however you're listening, maybe it's a Saturday morning, maybe it's a Friday afternoon, whatever the case may be, it's irrelevant. You're part of the show. We're here together. Now, Brian, yeah. what would you make of the show? I, I thought it was as as daft punk would say, mm. around the world. Oh, around the world. We went to Arizona with Doug, yep. went to India mm. to see uh, Barat. Barat, and we went out to all the way out to Colorado to speak to... MJ Johns, That's Matthew right. Johns. That's right. Great show. And don't and forget a... Newtown. Newtown. Oh, Newtown. Yeah, yeah, the coal miner. That's right. It was a it was a twelve o'clock sesh too. Mm. I, I liked it. Twelve o'clock clock. Um, fantastic. <laughs> Only here on the run home with Joel and Fletch Sen. Have you say? Remember Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Joel Fletch Sen. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, yep, enjoy the podcast. Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotaflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. Ah, the run home with Joel and Fletch, all thanks to Hyundai and Blunstone. We welcome our listeners, however you're tuning in so early, 11.70am in Sydney, those 6.93 in Brisbane, 16.20 on the Gold Coast. If you're on the app, we say hello to you and those belatedly through the podcast. Have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, And we do that for SBS Fence today, Brian. So we appreciate the team at SBS Fence supporting uh, the show that we've stolen, which is Jimmy Smith's... Uh, particular show have your say it's a massive show let me tell you this so we have got maddie johns who's back for sen so he'll kick off tomorrow for morning glory barat's under race and live from nagpur now barat i'm not sure if he broke the story i've got a hunch he did break the story i saw some pictures coming out from india we're going to talk about that dougie gottlieb he is on what they call radio row phoenix arizona for fox sports radio so we're going to catch up with Doug over there to preview the Super Bowl. And, of course, the coal miner. We'll catch up with the coal miner as well. But it's an early start, which I quite like, Brian. Has Jimmy Smith got the plum job? Would you say that? The 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 plum shift. Is he the only one with the plum job? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder he doesn't want to give it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm more happy with the, the 3 o'clock kickoff. Yep. I think 12 o'clock is always... I usually watch my Channel 7 uh, midday movie. Oh, right. It's always about the uh, the wife that moves mm. in. You know, it's mm. the – I think it's the lifestyle movie channel. Yeah. I love it. I love that. So, you know, the the new couple move into a neighbourhood and the, the neighbours, she's so super friendly. Yeah. Starts borrowing money then starts having an affair with mm. the husband. Oh, it's awesome. Boom, boom. Nathan's plural is still here, so it's the team as you know it. Gibbons and Brooks. Brooksy, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. I went back and watched the LeBron game last night. Obviously, we were working during it. How about... We went, Del- we went back and watched the game. Or just a cut down. Yeah. You know, just to, just to watch it all. Yeah, on KO. Yeah. yeah. And um, plug. delay grade, maybe, guys. Did you see the photo of the shot? Sort of reminiscent of Jordan's shot where he's launched it to win the game in the finals. They've done one similar sort of thing. It's a shame Josh Giddy's just behind him, so you can't see Giddy in the photo. But everyone is on their cell phones, like everyone apart from the guy that started Nike. You would have been Knight. on your phone. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Maybe. What do you reckon? Up. I reckon he would have been on his phone. So I, I'm I'm seeing this argument. A lot of people are saying just watch the the moment, the, the event unfold. But then also you want to keep it for for memories, wouldn't you? 
Mate, you just gotta, hit the person up next to you who's taking it. you don't it. know them. So you want to have it your own? Uh, what about if I airdrop. Just, what about if I'm watching and not watching it through my phone? I'm just holding it next to my hand. Mate, they actually That's don't, what they, I do. They, none of them are going back for memories because none of them give a rats about it. They all just give a rats about posting posting it on social media. Understand that. Yes. That is Except a, one guy with the shoe dog. I reckon he did that on purpose. Do you? Philly Knight, shoe dog. I reckon he did it on purpose. It's, it is fantastic. It happened yeah. at his end. And yeah. It was. And his sons, he was sitting next to them. Mm. The, 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 the two young blokes were sitting next to Phil. Yeah. Is there. But we all see it, Brian. Like, mm. if you are at a sporting event, which we are getting, like, we are getting, I don't know how much those cameras cost for the boxing, for grand finals. Yeah. And journos fall into this as well. Uh, journos, I have to say, are bad for this, where, yeah, we know you've got the plum seats, we know you've got the. Your accreditation and you, you're sitting there. We're going to see it anyway. We don't need to see you posting yourself with the courtside thing or the or the ringside. We don't. We we're going to see it. Well done to you. It's a spoil of the job. We don't need to see your little phone and your camera when there are hundreds of thousands of dollar cameras. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Capturing the moment. Capturing the moment. But it's it's for, it's for your own prosperity. Yeah, I've got no problem with it. Play on, but it it does. It did look Sad. like a good photo. Doug Gottlieb's coming up later on. We'll ask Doug. I reckon he'll be old school. You can't change. Well, that's it. That's exactly right. Dave Chappelle, who did some work this weekend at Mm. Acer Acer Arena, Kudos Bank Arena. Yes. It was drop your phones off before you got into the arena sort of thing. Mm. What do you mean? Couldn't film. Couldn't film. Couldn't be on your phone. I know it's a bit different for comedies because they basically sell specials. And yeah, yeah, they might be testing new material in Mm. certain parts that they want to take overseas. I like that idea for big sporting events. Well, have you ever been to Bistecca, the steak joint no. in Sydney? Phone in a Hessian bag, off you go down. What's Bistecca? It's a steak joint. Is it? Yeah. Great idea. Yeah, so you, you can't have any phones when you Novel go. Novel idea. Novel. Yep. So phones have to stay in a Hessian bag upstairs, yep. emergency only. Yep. Get down, communicate. Yep. Have a chat with yeah. your neighbour. Bistecca. Bistecca, which is a, a steak in... That's a one. That's a wonderful initiative. Great. That's that's see, that's clever, Brian. Mm. Oh, it's a, it's a it's a good go because they, they get a lot of um. They get a lot of businessmen down there. They're always so on their phones. So okay. they just said no. Nah, Let me off. ask you this then: uh, Is there any businesses you know who do those little one percent different things? That really, you know, is it a coffee shop that does something? Is it because there are businesses who are clever doing little novel things like that. Yeah. There's, and it makes a difference. There's a cafe around my joint that after 3 p.m., two-for-one jam donuts. Yeah, there you go. Only because they don't go, go stale. Yeah. So the kids all just hang around and boom. Yep. Nutella. Yep. Caramel. Yep. Two-for-one. Gibbo, thoughts? Love it. Love <laughs> yeah. it, Fletch. I used to have a local fish and chip shop and – it was rank. It was really bad. But every time I went in there, they'd ask about my family. So I'd just say, oh. That's good. I'll keep coming back. And yep, one percenter. Like some places these days, customer service isn't at the forefront of their mind. I'm not yep. sure if it changed with COVID. But a little thing like that, I'll always go back. Yeah. Restaurants with clean brascos. Gotcha. Great. If Don't you maintain it. that bathroom, yep. you know it's a cozy spot where you can go for dinner, you can go to the bathroom, mm. and it's all clean, it's tidy. A lot of places spend a lot of money doing that because a lot of people are a bit finicky when it comes to the, the washroom. I've got oh. one for you. Bill and Tony's free cordial. There you go. Oh, that's great. But that's been going for at yeah. least. It, it doesn't matter off, how long start it's off been off going. At no Names at Darlinghurst, free yep. cordial. Yep. Bill and Tony's. G'day, Claude. Big big supporter of the show, Claude. Yep. Peanuts down Shady Pines. I know a mortgage uh, broker. I know a mortgage <laughs> broker who, when they have their appointments, they keep a parking spot 
welcome Mr. and Mrs. Fletcher. They put your name on the parking spot. It's a little one percenter. Uh, see, I'd go the with that. I think they're just trying to suck up me here. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't go just on the peanuts. <laughs> just been sucking a lot. But the peanuts, not a good go. The Pe- crack ones. Well, people go the Brasco. Don't wash their hands. Come back, hands in the nuts. Shelled. Mm. No nuts to the nuts. nuts but nuts. people just grab them over. <laughs> <That's a nut. laughs> Boys, can I take you into my personal life? Of course. Oh, and, yeah. and this is new to me. So my wife on Australia Day had her 40th birthday. Was she 40? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 40. And and I've always heard this term, naughty 40s. Hello. Yeah. Is there, <laughs> is, is there a fact behind that, Brian? Naughty 40s. Yeah. Like, the things change after you're 40 because it's been a – we had a bit of an argument. Right? Are you talking about in the sandal or the Roman variety? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's just a myth. Well, I don't believe it is a myth. Oh, here we Because you start to use terms like, um, can you come upstairs and bring your hammer? And, like, I'm not in the trade these days. <laughs> She's called me a freak and all that sort of stuff. And, like, I'm middle 40s. I'm just happy to cruise, Brian. Yeah. You know? We've got some audio, I reckon. No, no. no <laughs> we've got some audio. <laughs> she's, she's been – we've had a lot of fights lately. Yeah. And I got home early from work the other day, and she had a girlfriend over. And I know it's not the dumb thing to do, particularly in this climate, given the fact that the RLPA and they were being filmed. And so I'd, I'd recorded this on my phone. Oh. Kobe had a girlfriend over and this was the conversation. And I, I, I know it's the wrong thing to do. This is the wrong thing. To, not not by me. I'm no, sorry. no, no. But I just need we'll the, I need some counsel from you, Brian. Okay. Because well, you've sort of been down this track. But anyway, this yeah. is Kobe and a girlfriend uh, last night. My head's fallen off. Uh, he knows, or he's heard me talk about it a lot, and it seems to be a problem for him. And I'm sorry, if you can't keep up. Well, there's a door. I'm not. It's it's like a not negotiable thing for me. I mean, did he just want to marry his mate and not have a healthy sex life? Shit, am I already in this nightmare marriage that, like, holy moly? Maybe you don't want to have as much sex as me in your next relationship or marriage, and you're worried about going into a relationship or a marriage with me thinking that you can't keep up with my active sex life and that's a red flag for you, you let me know. What the music was she playing? Kobe, no, it was a really weird music in the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. She, yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's a bit of an issue for you. You're going to have to get sorted that out. So, so what, am I, like, I, I feel as though... You're a bit of a fuddy-duddy. No, I'm not a fuddy-duddy. Yeah, fr- but I'm just not, proli- fr- like, I'm not fr- prolific. I'm, I'm in my mid-40s and I'm, and now I'm on the, I'm a chance based on that of being risold. <laughs> no, I think you'll be all right. You reckon I'll be right? right? I've seen your hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Ball, your claw hammer. Ball pin, yeah. Ball pin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you haven't done Anyway, I don't know. If, if anyone's got any <laughs> advice, I, I need advice because I, I'm on the bones of my back. And it's the naughty forties. That um, um, obviously you've stolen that audio from a have t- I? TV show. Have I? What did you make of that lady? That was fantastic. Is it a turn off? Massive turn off. Mm. Like when when they were doing the. This is maths, by the way. Yeah, Sorry, by, by the way, I will say this. You know how they they they're panning to the top five. For those who didn't see it, they had to rank their top five values, right? And he's made it very very clear. Don't treat me like an object. He's been saying, Josh. Mm. Jeez, it was good. Don't treat me like an object, right? And my wife's loving it. She's going, oh, how good's this? She's going, hey, Reese, my eldest daughter, right? Come watch this. I've said, darling, she doesn't really need to watch this. But anyway, um, poor old Josh feels like he's been treated like an object, Brian. Yeah, well, he, he has. Yeah. Because four times a day. Supply and demand. 
Four times. Well, they've, they've, they just do this. The producers just match them, but four times a day. How do you have time for that? I miss that part. Is that, oh, yeah, so is she, that what she's wanting? She um, needs needs for um, sex four times a day. No. Yes. Yes. Not four times a week. A day. A day. Read it. Please. Read it. Please. Uh, anyway. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say thoughts, Skip over. How do you digest this? Yeah, I mean, four times a day is quite a lot, but I've never really, I haven't really had a girlfriend that's um, been that keen. I, I used to have a girlfriend who she'd just want to go all night. Yeah, but not four times a day. No, not four times a day. But I mean, Joel, naughty forties. I, I, I like it. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, I like it. I reckon I could see you doing that sort of mm. stuff. <laughs> could you? Yeah, you're not a fuddy duddy. Don't listen to. No, no, no. Neil by fuddy duddiness. But Rat Sunder Racing, he's no fuddy duddy either, and he has. Well, I need to get to the bottom whether it's his exclusive, but it's all about this pitch doctoring. It look it. It is. That's all it is. That's all, that's all we can describe it as. Mm. You can't – I mean, it's within the rules of the game, apparently. Yeah. I didn't know this. But it's so obvious. Yeah. And David Warner is um been batting right-handed. Yeah. Can I – so, so basically, Brian, for those who aren't across it, yep. and for those who have, we apologise if we're going over uh, old territory. So they've doc- clearly doctored this pitch, right, which I, I – and people say, oh, who Australians to bag about it? They did the sandpapering stuff. Well, we got hammered for that. Yeah. We got hammered for that. And, and so we should have. And so you should, India, for doing this. Well, not so much India, the country, but the people who are behind this. So they clearly have an issue. We have a lot of left-handers playing. Yep. Five. So, so I'm, I'm going to declare this, Brian, because of this. So Matty Renshaw, Gibbo, left-hander? Yes. Okay. So because of this clear overt doctoring the pitch – my spies tell me that Peter Hanscom, who's a right-hander, could come yeah. into the team. He plays spin well. He's he's batted well in India. I think he's got a century in Asia. Yeah. He's one of the top run scorers the Sheffield Shield both this year and last year. Yep. He'd be a good selection. Boys, I know you, we think that when coming in on Monday, I think we're actually a really good chance of winning this match. So I'm with you, Gibbo. I, yeah. I did the early crow. We'll win the series. Can you get the early crow register out? Yep. I'm I'm karma is a you know what right, the right hander sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped. The right hander is forced to come in. Peter Hanscom, Peter Hanscom, top scorer for the match, man of the match. Press it, press it. You've just you're crowing. Yeah, crowing has been. You've had a Cheryl. Yep. You've had a Martin. Yep. A couple of Russells. Yep. You um, I. I I'd, I like this one. Yep. I don't like your other ones. You don't like the other ones. No. Bulldogs top eight. You're no. not with me. Not with you. Nico Hines, top point scorer. No, can't get me. Nico Hines, top point scorer. What else we got? Joel thinks Australia will win the series against India. Yep. 8th of January, 5 You need to put a price here because it's all price related. <laughs> you know Tell what I mean? I, I, we need to be profitable for the punters. That's what we're mostly concerned about. Have your say on the text line 0457 736 736. 18 minutes past 12. Uh, or 18 minutes past 11 if you're in Queensland. Saying, it's fantastic, saying, isn't it? Saying this. Do you prefer. This than breakfast? You prefer this time? Oh, breakfast, no thanks. Okay. I actually prefer this than our shift. This is a wonderful shift. James Francis Critchley Smith. That's why you're so angry about us. Can we do two o'clock fox today? Uh, we can do whatever you want. Yeah? Yeah, we can't do it, sorry. Can, can we, we do Amplify Your Afternoon? We'll try and do them. Yeah, for sure. Can we do what's trending with yeah. Coach Brooks? We could. Can yeah. I get the K-hole we've in got some time. Where's the yeah. K-man? K-hole can come in. He's oh. doing some of the video for us today. Ah, be, 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 behind be, be, the, the analyst. 
will try. He's busy with the I, storm. I did notice that the kitchen is spotless. Oh, very, not very, very, very clean. Yeah. So, James, I'm not saying it's you, but you're not here. Kitchen, clean. Common denominator. It's all adding up. <laughs> That's what you're saying, Brian. That's what you're saying. Common denominator. As we look to the screens, it's all happening in the Billabong Pro Pipeline. Day five, Brian. Yeah. So we're down to the men's final. Well, it's done. Jackie Robinson. Yeah, he saluted. Wow. <laughs> Defeats Italian Leonardo. Yes. Mm. But he's basically, when he when he beat John John, that was it. Whoever who, Whoever's going to win that heat was going to win. And Gibbo and I were just discussing, is this going to be, is there an asterisk against against this? Because you look at it, it doesn't doesn't look like pipeline. didn't look like pipeline. It was on shore. It was just rubbish. So, but good luck to him. So people yeah. people are talking about pipeline comparisons of the 2015 Melbourne Cup where Prince of Penzance, Michelle yep. Payne, pilots the 101 shot to win it, but Frankie Dettori had eliminated the field. So because of the conditions over there, round one or two, all the big guns were gone. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, to be fair, Fletch, Jack Robinson would excel if the competition yes, he was he could good. handle. He could handle. Uh, but, sure. like, if, if we're calling a spade a spade, it was a pretty average comp waves-wise. And the WSL changed pipeline from the end of end of the year, which was in December, mm. which this year in December Hawaii was pumping, and they took out uh, Snapper Rocks, yeah. which would have been right now, which we're getting a cyclone swell this wow. weekend. So. The WSL's changed a little bit. They got to reap what they sow. It was it was an average comp, and it's a shame because the women's like pipeline is supposed to be this big thing. The WSL equal prize money. The waves they surfed this event was shocking. Mm. It's tough. It's tough to watch. And like I love surfing, like Fletch and like a lot of our listeners. Like we need to see good waves. Like people aren't going to be tuning into this. No. No. But but, do you think they should have waited? Could, could they? I know that we had so many lay days, but do you think we should have waited? Yeah. If it's if it's an event like this, which is so yeah. prestigious, do you think? Because you you can imagine if this was like a bell, sometimes that's yeah. a that's an event that they sort of hold off, yeah, waiting for good swell. Well, there's a competition I think starting in a few days at sunset, so just down the road from Pipeline. But I'm pretty sure they exhausted the window. Okay. But like you said, though, Fletch, like if we're gonna start the year off, like. Wait for some. Wait for pumping waves. Yeah. But I mean, I'm interested to see what other people think. Anyway, but he's yeah. won. He's won uh, pipeline. First Aussie since Julian Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Julian Wilson won it a couple of years. Four ago. Without knowing the sport like you blokes do, you, you can certainly see in a couple of days' time people posting pipeline just absolutely pumping, oh, can't you? Absolutely. Well, but, it was. I mean, remember two weeks they had the eddy on and it was like it was forty foot. Yeah. Um, pipeline was too big for pipe, but leading up to it, and I I know what you're saying. They might have to go back to that. Late December. It's like it's tough with surfing because you're always going to be at the the whims of the, the waves, really. Yes. Wim Hof. Wim Hof, like yeah. the season. Like if it's average waves, you can't really do much about it. But yeah. I mean, anyway, there'll be new comps. Aussie. Yes, yeah, exactly right. Chris Moore defeated Tyler Wright. And uh, by the way, Benny on the text line, and he's absolutely right. He said everyone had to surf in the same conditions. Go, Jacko. Here's what Jacko had to say. Jack Robinson on his pipe win. I dreamed of this for a long time, and um, Andy was one of my favourite surfers ever, um, along with a lot of other greats, and uh, yeah, just an honour, I don't know, just to to feel everything and feel all the emotions start of the year, you you know, you don't know how everything's, uh, you know, how you're going to come back, and um, 
yeah, I was feeling good, but you never know with, with this base, you know, with her. So, yeah, it's uh, what a way to start it. Yeah, well done, Jack. And you can catch all the Billabong Pro action on KO Sports. KO Bites have two-minute highlights of a day. Best waves of the day. This is the run home with Joel and Fletch, the early edition of Breaking Back With More. In stock today, tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotaflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Plenty of text messages coming through. Uh, Gibbo is exactly right. Cheers, says Swivel. Sparman rang me and he said, Gibbo, about the... They, they move the time because typically... After winter, so much sand. It was relating to the sand building up. But apparently this year, the sand was there anyway. Uh, they had a really good season in Hawaii so far. But the reason why it changed is because in Hawaii, there's like, uh, you got to get permits for events. And the WSL couldn't get it for November or December anymore. So they had to change it. But it used how, did to be, it, how did the Eddie go ahead? Well, the Eddie's sweet because it's a dude. It's not a WSL oh, event. Okay. So, yeah, there's, there's a weird thing over there. Well, not a weird thing, but you have to get council permission to put on events. And, yeah, the WSL didn't get their permit in time. And then so they were like, all right, well, we're not going to put it in November, December because there's already all these competitions. They had to move it to January. So Why tell did- me this then, right? So if if everything was even, if, if they stay with these timelines for the move – Long term, so let's just say they're unlucky this year. Yeah. Long term, do they probably have better surfing or you're not oh, sur- for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just like this happens every now and then with yeah. all competitions, not just pipeline. Like no. you can go anywhere and there could be bad waves. Mm. Like it's just unlucky. And it's just it's a shame, like I said before, it's a shame because it's the start of a new year. And Jack Robinson is now number one in the world. He's Australia's best hope at a world title on the men's side for quite a while now. But he'll be sweet. There'll be a new event in a couple of days and we'll be forgetting all about this. Well, these points he gets from this, Gibbo, if he goes on to win it, we won't Mm -hmm. be talking about Pipeline back in round one, if you wish to call it that. You're listening to The Run Home. All thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. And Rotoflex by Blunston, where stability meets the freedom to move. You can have your say on the SBS fencing Open line, 1300 01 1170 or text Brian, 0457 736 736. Of course you can. And, you know, I want to hear, because we had different listeners during breakfast, I like to get. I mean, the welder. Yep. Haven't spotted Kingswood welder. Haven't spotted uh, the welder yet. So we're getting different listeners during these shifts. So mm. we're. I'm getting to know our listeners um, different. Yep. Uh, compared to the afternoons, when we have uh, the likes of Rob. Mm. Can my, I ask you something man, about one of these texts here from my man Greg Sean? Well, actually, Greg, your man Greg from Blacktown, yeah. who loves what capsicums and, <laughs> veg- and vegetarian pizzas. Today is International Pizza Day. Oh. If you're what? out. If you're out there, he doesn't work, does he? I don't oh, he so. does work. Yes, he does. He walks. No, he works because he told all these blokes about. Um, they, they were grac- grateful. They were grateful about the chicken salt, mm. and it was me, not what, you. What's your pizza, Brian? We'll go around the grounds really quickly. What's your pizza? Homemade way. If I make a homemade, or when I go out to yeah, go out pepperoni and mushrooms. Yeah, supreme for me. That's me. Is it? Yeah, yeah. maybe with a few jalapenos on there. Yeah, you both. Ah, uh, mine would be meat lovers. Yeah. Sort of meat lovers. Barbecue just get sauce? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cheesy garlic bread as well is a must. Yeah. Yeah, well, we know about that because you go to the – your flatmate goes and get the bodgy one. Oh, the right. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, But if it's homemade, I like to throw prawns, garlic, chilli, and uh, a heap of butter. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, butter? Put butter on the base. Do you? 
rather than a tomato sauce. So you just slice up the um, the butter block. It's got to be the Michael. Mm. It's got to be the Mickey. Pack. It's got to be, no, nah, even better than that. It's got to get Ooh. a bit of peppies in here. Mm. You know the round one? Yeah. Mm. And get the smoky one. Ooh. Make your own dough. Yeah. Make your own dough. Roll it. Roll it out. Own dough. Yeah. Prawns. Green prawns too. Make sure they're green when you cook them. Fresh. And uh, that's about it. Sean's on the text line here. Now, he's asking about Angus Crichton, right? Can I can I just say this? And, and I, I do agree with this. It's a private matter. And, and I don't need to hear it, but I do understand it's newsworthy. But where I can, ad, I can see how the public get agitated, the story came out about Angus Crichton, who's having personal issues. Yeah, but my understanding it was wasn't broken by a journalist. It was broken by many, many of these people that come out. I think they call them content. Yeah, but regardless, creators. if you're publishing it, yeah, somebody has written the article. Right. So you so okay. put, just put a name to it. I, I think the public just want to see. The public don't like staff writers. The public no. don't like newsroom. Just put a name to it. If you if you've written the article. Yeah. Just stand behind it and, yep. and, and put your name there. What, what do you think about that? Yeah. No, I, I can understand. But it was it was on Twitter and and or social media. Yeah, but Twitter media. didn't write the article. Twitter, uh, Twitter originally, originally they did. Or originally they, yeah, it but it from... might be, yeah, but it might be papers aren't just taking off Twitter and copy-pasting what's been said. Like somebody's got yes, to write an article. Yeah, it was identical. So basically it was I, – I, Brooksy, I first saw it. A mate of mine texted me last night and it was a content creator, in inverted commas. Right who had posted this. And then the story was word for word in the Daily Telegraph. So the anonymous writer. But it says newsroom. Then then put the put the anonymous writer. Well, or, or, yeah. Well, anyway, I've spoken uh, to this, someone this, very, by the very way, close. Is not, this is not directed at, at News Limited. This is directed at, like, the staff. The game? Like, the, no, just, the, somebody's writing the article. Yeah. Just, just put your name to it. I think they probably wouldn't have put the name to it because it was – Someone else's quote that they've just requoted. Yeah, somebody's had to package something. up the story. So, but you don't. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the roosters haven't come out and said anything yet, unless I'm mistaken. No, not yet. So why are we believing it? Why are we believing this story that yeah, he's gone well, to rehab and stuff? Because I spoke to someone well, very well, close the, to him. But even more so, why somebody should say this should be? Somebody has to sign off on, on it going on. And I think that. Okay. I think, yeah. I, mate, it's the game. Players are there to be shot ducks for doing the wrong thing. That's fine. Then whoever's going to write the article, well, then you stand behind what you've written. And, and, and that has – I've noticed this, and this applies to all papers, by the way, all publications. And it, we're here on the radio. We don't have a muted voice that comes on having an opinion. You have to come out with your own voice and stand behind something. And I think what the public is ready for and want is that just do your job, which is fine, report on what it is, and that's fine. You're, you're entitled to do so. But have somebody put a name behind it. The You're saying lazy. Are you saying it's lazy? It's journalism. not lazy. It's lazy it's journalism. it's just. Well, I'm hearing he's playing round one. Yep. So he'll be playing round one. And, and a lot of great journalists would agree with me. They'd they'd also be saying, yeah, anything I write, I'm, I'm putting my name behind it. Bang, I, I stand behind it. So a lot of journalists would be listening. Says, yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's what the public wants to see. Do we have to go for a break. Okay, before we go to a break, this is Skip from uh, Robertson. Can we have Grego on a segment instead of Rob from Blacktown? That would be awesome. Do you see Rob between the hours of 12 and 2.30 or 11 he's and 1.30 from Queensland? He's in the warehouse. Okay. And I think our man Grego, he's working. Because mm. remember, yeah, he's, he, I know he's, he's 55. Yeah. And he doesn't, he likes going for where to beers. Did you pay attention to him? Mm-hmm. Where's he go? Blacktown Workers, Workers Club. Because cheaper beers. And then he goes to Dan Murphy's on the way home. 
Yes. Mm. I reckon he might be going to a disco too on mm. Friday night. <laughs> yes. I he's a dis- he likes yeah, disco. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to go to a break. Back with more. April, thank you very much. Uh, April, part of Jimmy's show as well, Brian. Mm. And <laughs> April would have been thinking She's she was on time. Now, yeah. listen, uh, look, we, we all like to have a, a bit of fun and, and uh, frivolity here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is pretty – I agree with this. Uh, so Joel is blowing <laughs> up about articles being written in the newspaper. Yeah. But he's okay to record his wife having a private conversation with a friend mm. that he's not able to meet her naughty 40 deeds. Needs. Mm. <laughs> not deeds. Need to go and have a look in the mirror, Joel. Yeah. This is, that's fair enough. Oh, fair and, enough and how ironic – that the uh, staff writer has messaged in. No name. Well, this <laughs> this is the private conversation that I had with uh, – well, it wasn't my conversation. I recorded it. It was Kobe and a girlfriend. Uh, he knows or he's heard me talk about it a lot and it seems to be a problem for him. And I'm sorry. If you can't keep up. Well, there's a door. I'm not it's, – it's like a not negotiable thing for me. I mean – did he just want to marry his mate and not have a healthy sex life? Shit, am I already in this nightmare marriage that, like, holy moly, maybe you don't want to have as much sex as me in your next relationship or marriage, and you're worried about going into a relationship or a marriage with me thinking that you can't keep up with my active sex life and that's a red flag for you, you let me know. Okay. Yeah. Now, there's a few things here, and I, I need to clarify this because you're probably thinking, oh, uh, geez, the friend was quiet, and yeah. which they were. And then you're probably thinking, oh, geez, that music was unusual. Yeah. Which Kobe does like that music. I tell you what, I find uh, unusual. Yeah, a friend who does the beat button. No, the audio, it's so clear. It's like yeah. she had a mic on. Yeah, yeah. But we have a friend who, because Kobe likes to swear. So oh, we, beeping. Yeah, so you know people have a nanny. Yeah. We've got just someone who stays there and just beeps. A sensor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they even know when she's about to swear and they just push the beep button. Sensei. Yeah. Sensei sensor. Mm. Um, yes. So if we're having a bit of a joke here, but let's have a joke. This is not a joke anymore. This is from Swivel. Boys, just on Kyle Flanagan. <laughs> I'm not a Bulldogs fan, but I really hope he has a great year. Must suck that everyone says the Bulldogs' weak link is the halfback. I reckon he's better than a lot of ex- experts think. I hope he has a – I don't – I hope he has a great – Game is mm. a great year as well. Mitch from Robinson's getting on the uh, Grego bandwagon from Blacktown. Yeah. So just paint the picture again for what Grego does daily. Grego likes to have vegetarian pizzas and goes for a walk mm. and likes to have a chaser at the end of the pizza, either a red capsicum or mm. a green apple. Mm. And uh, yeah, But it depends on how it feels. If it's firm, he might correct. go the, uh, the delicious. Yeah. Mm. He's quite interesting. I, I like talking to Grego. Big part of this. I also like talking to Richard from Cremorne. Yeah. I want to smoke him out too. I don't know where he's been. I want to uh, smoke him out. Mitch from Robinson says, Grego has changed my life. I eat an apple a day to keep the doctor away. He can shove his veggie pizza, but I've never felt better. <laughs> yeah. Keep coming through. Uh, this is a run home with Joel and Fletch. Yes, uh, and uh, yeah, so just on the Angus Crichton thing, and, and it is quite serious because it's personal. Well, this is what's being alleged. Roosters and Kangaroos edge forward, stayed in Australia. Roosters have been, because they're over in Queenstown, of course, New Zealand for their pre-season camp. Roosters have taken on the storm in Geelong on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they had the pre-season camp in Queenstown. Now they go to Geelong to take on the storm. So Siwa Wong gets an opportunity. Egan Butcher to impress. Um, so th- this is interesting, Brian. NRL News, all thanks to Anytime Fitness. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. It's interesting. Isn't it around Angus Crichton? And if he is, if there is personal issues there, of course our thoughts go out to him. Absolutely, but as as I mentioned, I know someone's very close to him, and I'm hearing that he'll be right for round, round one. Good. 
So don't forget, he played a starring role over there in the World Cup. Yep. Um, he's came, he came back. He's had his off-season. I don't know what people are saying. What, what Is they saying he's going into rehab for, for mental issues? Is it alcohol? Is it substance abuse? Is there any of that being reported? I don't know. No. And, I don't and, know. And this is from the Daily Telegraph side, is it? Brooks? No, your one you just read out. Yeah, yeah, it's from right. the detail, yeah. And and no journo name to it. Oh, I, I did. It just said it was from okay. the Daily Telegraph, yeah. Well, usually you see it all over social media. We haven't mm. seen anything of that. We haven't seen Buzz or uh, The Mole. Yep. Tony Adams. Mm. Anyway. He's the mole. Anyway, you know, the, the, mo- the most important thing is, is that Angus Crichton is okay. That, that's the most important thing. And I, Correct. I imagine our listeners will be having the same sentiment. Speaking of uh, CY Wong, who gets an opportunity, highly touted 19-year-old member of the Fiji and World Cup squad. Yeah. Now, Brian, let's talk mate. about some players to watch. Yes. We've, we've got a game this afternoon. Rugby League's back. West Tigers taking on the Warriors. Um, but CY Wong, what do you know of him? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so he was a kid who basically was playing under-19s SG Ball last year and ended up playing, ended up finishing in New South Wales Cup, wow. then ended up representing Fiji. So he has a big future. He's big, wide, uh, wide-running back rower who could easily play centre if he wanted to. And he's only 19, and he's one of these kids who's just going to fill out, um, hits hard, runs the right lines. He, he has got it all. You've got yeah. to give it to the Roosters. They they find the right kids, don't they? Well, Wayne was after him. Yep. Apparently, they offered him a three-year, million-dollar deal. He wouldn't be in on that. Now, he hasn't played first grade yet. Um, you've seen a little bit of him playing for North Sydney. Yeah, he, he played yeah. at the back end of last yeah. year for the Bears, scored quite a few tries. But, Fletch, because have you seen how the Roosters have built this Barcelona-style uh block of units in the eastern suburbs? Yes, they didn't build, what is that, they didn't build them. Oh, oh, sorry, they didn't build them, but they're yeah. building this centre, Mitchell Orbison and Jake Friend. They are like the guys running it and they're trying yeah. to get all these great young juniors coming through and then end up playing first grade. Well, put, them all, put them all together, put them on. A, they've, done this, they've done this for a long time and a lot of clubs have done this. I know Parramatta had done this years ago where they, it's more now more professional and it's all about eating right, mm. doing, because... It's all well and good putting your head down at, at training and stuff, but a lot of the kids that go a bit wayward, it's outside of football. Yes. There's a lot of free time in, in rugby league, as we know. So they're just trying to teach these players that to be a professional rugby league player these days, it's a lot more than just turning up to training and doing your weights and running 400s. A premiership winner of 2013. This is Trent Robinson's first year. He, ju- he knew he was training hard and he just couldn't get the extra kilos off this kid who he knew would play a major part, he turned up to his house and inspected his fridge. KFC. Yeah. It, well, his fridge just had all stuff that wasn't fit to be a professional but he wouldn't But he wouldn't have known. No, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, And, and that's the one percenters that yeah. coaches like Robinson can do. So Barcelona style, is that what Barcelona? Because they went over a trip over yeah. there and saw it. And then I think Nick Politis and Robinson said, oh, we're not doing it right. So they're doing mm. – they're trying to uh, bring a bit of that ethos into really? the Sydney Roosters, which – I mean, there's a lot of young players who come through the Roosters' junior grades and then end up playing first grade. So I guess we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, if you could take away so, – so I remember coming down for the Dragons as a kid and I was living with a family and they were just, food-wise, just giving me the bare minimum. You know, yeah. like, and, and if you can just ensure that part of it is sound as a pound, well, it's – And a lot of these players have come into clubs – 
they, they, they didn't grow up in the area. A lot of them from country mm. or New Zealand. Yep. So you need to be looked. They need to be looked after, when, especially when they're like 18, 19. So, so a so lot what, of clubs are doing. It's not just the chooks. Is there like a common room for eating and dinners, and they have dinner together, all that sort of stuff? Is it? They, they have a nutritionist, I think, who helps them with meals. They have. They, it's like a full program for all these young guys. So like you said, they come down from Ipswich. The Var brothers are there, and it's basically. I think there might be eight or eight or ten blocks of units. So it's the best of the best. What, what about how I was just thinking about the dietitians and. Like 30 years ago, when when I was playing, it was right before the kickoff, or before the game, you're playing on Sunday, get down and have a basta. Yeah. Have your schnitzel, bread, carbs are good. And you wondered why you, you felt good, but after half time, you would just go, oh my God, I, I've, yeah. I've got nothing left. And then within 20 or, or so years, they found out, no, you don't have that because no. it, it, it sort of spikes your insulin. So then we were told just to have steak the night before yes. and, and veggie. So. It's, they're learning all the time. They certainly are. NRL News <laughs> Update is thanks to Anytime Fitness. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. If there's a young player to look out for over the weekend, let us know. Tip us off. Yeah. 1300 SBS Fence open line or text 0457 736 736. Car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotaflex. World-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Yeah, here's on the text line. We're talking about uh, this uh, pre-season challenge, which players to look out for. They don't need to be debutants. They could be somebody who's out of sight, out of mind. Siwa Wong is the one that Brian mentioned for the Roosters, there's a young kid for the Warriors, uh, Ali Liatawa. Ali Liatawa. He's a nephew of Ali Lauatiti. Oh, wow. Yes, <laughs> yes. He was gone too. Um, he left NRL too quickly. Yep. He went over to Leeds, but he geez, he was a good player. Well, he had the Nanai background, the basketball. Yeah. It's so, good, so much good skill for him. Speaking about basketball, Doug Gottlieb. Uh, great basketball in his time now with Fox Sports Radio. We're going to catch up with him in the final hour of the program after 2 o'clock, so we look forward to that, or after 1 o'clock if you're in Queensland. Uh, we've got some other ones too coming through. Well, Josh Hodgson, I suppose mm. he's out of sight, out of mind. Sean Russell is the one that Gibbo mentioned on the text line. What do you like about him? Gibbo? Oh, he was just a heavily touted junior. He got a punctured, was a punctured lung last year. Oh, Brooks rib, knees. yeah, broken knees. rib into who the Who was lung? the player who got him? They got a couple Ryan of Kelly? Was it a Titan? Was it? Or was, was it? It was like round it was one, wasn't it? Was it round one? Early doors last year. Yeah. Trying to prevent a try, they come sliding yeah. across. What or a manly player maybe? Can't use your knees. Got a feeling. But a he scores player. quite a lot of tries, doesn't he, Joel? You were yeah. saying he doesn't miss. He's only played three. He scored a stack in the New South Wales Cup, and he scored five tries in three games only. Jaden Campbell only. Jaden Campbell. That's right. Yeah. That was opening. That was opening game. It was like 34-24. 32-28. I knew it was close. <laughs> Eli Katoa. Oh, it's his year. Man. I'm convinced about that. Him going him to the Melbourne Storm. Pro. By the year. By the year. Eli Katoa. Yep. Julian yep. International. Yep. Did you, play for, did you play for the All Blacks? Eli Katoa. Yeah. No. Was he in rugby union background? No, he didn't play for the All Blacks. So. Okay. No. Keep, keep them coming union. through. All Blacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We played rugby union. Keep them coming yeah. through. This is the <laughs> run home with Jalen Fletch. His car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotaflex. World-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Stack of texts coming through, Brian. We're reading all of them and we will get to those. Uh, plenty of tips for the young ones to watch. Paul from Newcastle has got a bit of a short ball for us. G'day, Paulie. 
Yeah, how's it going, fellas? Great to see you on the arv. I'll listen all day, every day. Oh, good man. Uh, quick, uh, every show, doesn't matter. Uh, no, there's been a declaration that Shaq, uh, Shaq Mitchell, the Trolls brothers, been training the house down. Oh, oh, good. He's going in. We need a front rower. For who? For He's the bunnies. Is, he Is it the bunnies still with uh, yeah. the Latrell? Yeah. Okay. We'll find out. He's playing in the All-Stars match for the Indigenous. Yep. So we look forward to that. Add, uh, add him to the list, Brooksy. Yeah, add him to the list. Good on you, Paul. He's in the training the house down team. And that's what we need to build. There's no doubt about that. Paul from Newcastle. Keep the text coming through. 0457 736 736. The call line for SBS Fence is 1300 01 1170. SBS Fencing is the way to do that. I'm breaking back with more. Run home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all wheel drive. Rotoflex. World leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. Second hour of the program. Gee, the first hour went quick. I'm loving the new time slot. Have your say on the SBS Fence open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 01 1170 Text 0457 736 736. One more sleep, Brian. The great man is back. Matty Johns for Morning Glory. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. And the great man's back and he's on the line. G'day, Matthew. Shugsy, Fletch. Hey, MJ. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? What's going on, boys? Going good? You're, uh, I know, I was just telling Sugar yesterday, you're a little bit dusty yeah. when we caught up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yesterday. yeah. We, uh, well, we, <laughs> we had to go down that. There was a bit of a troop of us, uh, some of us from Fox League, some Fox footy blokes at the AFL, and um, a number of the uh, the netball girls, and uh, went down and just went down to Parliament House. Do stuff with the police. I'll be honest with you. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure why, but um, the king was there. The king of Australia, uh, Anthony Albanese. Ooh, Albanese. So yeah, you know, like if he, it was you know, look, put it this way: if you're knocking around with polys, you've got to drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I just. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, I'm, I I I didn't. I'd never met him before, and um, to be honest, I didn't didn't know who he was, but. The member for Hunter, my seat, come, mate. He's about six foot seven. <laughs> he's a strapping big bloke, big beard. It's like he's a giant of a man. It's like a big, uh, what are you, like a big axeman. What's he? What's so, his? Uh, what's his Simpson. policies? What's his policies, Matthew? Do you get? <laughs> oh, Fletch, I wouldn't have a clue. He might no. have told me, but I can't remember. Because <laughs> yeah. you ended up at the casino. I'm hearing. That's what my spies tell me. Yeah. What, what was your policy or poison that night? What was my poison? Yeah. Oh, oh, mate, it's probably easier to nominate what wasn't my poison. <laughs> Anyone said you only want to drink, it was like, yep, and away we went. We started with Braith. Me and Braith were sitting beforehand. At the, we started at the casino before the function happened. Had to go to the function, then returned to uh, the casino. It was like, you know, so we just completed the circle. Mm. <laughs> hey, um, Matthew, the trials on this weekend. If, if mm. any, uh, How's Cooper Cooper's going to be playing? Is Jack playing? I believe so. Yeah, the, yeah, they both play tomorrow night at. Um, I think Cooper plays first. Or no, sorry, Jack plays first. They're playing the Sharks at Gosford. Then straight after that, Coops. They're they're playing the Bunnies. Both of them are playing at Gosford. So yeah, kill two birds with one stone. So That's yeah, nice. go on, go and watch. But uh, yeah, it all it all starts again. It's it's interesting, boys, because you know I do hear a lot of people say, "I oh, don't, you know, mate, it's trials. It doesn't really mm. matter." But I, I think tonight's an example. Mm. 
is that although there's a lot of young guys in, there's stars missing, is that both clubs are going to be looking for strong performances. And uh, and when you watch them play, you you get an idea of what the coaches are trying to implement. And that's what I like about trial games. I I think trial games, trial games are, in my opinion, really important. In all the years that, that I played at Newcastle, I was just thinking before, I think we lost one trial game in all that time. Like, we took them quite seriously because it's an opportunity to blow off a bit of rust. But also, you know, there's things you're working on the off-season that you're testing to say, right, do these things work? And also, you know, when, when you're trying to establish yourself and work your way as a team into that top tier, like back in the day, the likes of Canberra and Brisbane and Manly, you're looking to develop a bit of self-belief during the trial games. And, uh, you know, and the other reason they're really important, even for senior players, is that sitting on your ass for four months away from the game, in a lot of ways, you, f- you just sort of forget little nuances of how tough the game is. I remember nearly every tri- the first trial you ever played, I remember going away just going, oh, geez, that was tough. Okay, now I understand how I've got to get my preparation right. So I always think it's problematic if you don't play any of your stars in any of the trial games, um, because you just need that. You you need you need to have a blowout, and you you need to know you need to remind yourself how tough the game is, and how to get your preparation right. I, so I'm I'm really looking forward to the trial games. I tell you what, we also need to do. We need to have a count over this weekend, uh, whether it's on if we can hear the audio on TV, mm. radio, or in print, players or coaches saying that this phrase "necessary evil." <laughs> Trials are a necessary evil. (laughs) I reckon we'll get to 10 over this weekend. I remember, Fletch, like, and this is an example of, I reckon, you know, coaches getting there. So, right up, boys, let's go about their work. But I tell you what, you can lose a first-grade spot in the trial games. Do you remember? We played you blokes in 97 at Newcastle. And I remember you blokes uh, ran on the field. And Sean Garlick, Garlo... Yeah, was do you remember he was wearing a rash shirt? Yes, Roosters <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually thought, if my memory serves me correctly, yeah, he brought it in. Was it sleeveless? Oh, I think it might have been. Yeah. We we ran on the field and we looked at him and he was sort of giggling. We thought he's taking the piss out of us. <laughs> but did he play in it? Played, played in it. Yeah, he played in it. And so, so we sort of turned up the intensity and had a big win. And from my memory, Garlow never played first grade again that season because it's not like Gus to hold a grudge. No. But it was ahead of his time, Garlow, yeah. because that was the era of big cotton jerseys, yeah. Yeah. collared, yeah. the little white button. And mm. then two or three years later, it was all about the skin yes. tight. Because he had the... Gallo was a thinker. Yeah. And I remember yes. him talking about this yeah. this jersey. He goes, mate, they can't hold you down. Yeah. And then we mm. said, but imagine going to Newcastle, <laughs> playing all these uh, uh, these, blokes, the these blokes. Oh, mate, look at these Eastern Southern <laughs> yeah. wankers. Yeah, yeah, I know, mate. It's like with Gallo, geez, he's done well post-football. He oh. epitomises fingers in pies, literally. Oh, literally. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, hey Matthew, you sp- talk. Matthew spoke about uh, <laughs> Fletch about completing the circle yeah. on, on the source back at the casino. Do you remember the yarn about, and I could be wrong, Bumble Lloyd, David Lloyd? Yeah. He was out here commentating um, for the, the Ashes, and he just teared one on, and then he quickly realised, holy dooly, I've got to get to work. You know, it was early hours of the morning. So he races out of the hotel, jumps in the back of the taxi, said, mate, can you get me to the Radis? And he said, yeah, mate, put your belt on. 
and then he said, you're here, five bucks. So he'd done the full circle where he had been on the sauce all night, hadn't realised he'd made it back to the Radisson, and then he was racing oh, out man. to get there. Now, Matthew, we need to talk, talk about, about this. The, I tell you what, talk yeah. about cricket. A mm. um, couple of things on the cricket. The Alan Border documentary was just, mate, it was just incredible. Yeah. It reminds you how good that era of yep. 80s cricket was in Australia. And last night on the front bar with Mick Malloy and Sam Pang, mate, they had Booney on. Oh, mate. Bernie, it was just so good. Him talking about, you know, back in the days and touring the West Indies and the World Cup and oh, I was awesome. It was really good. So Maddie on the cricket, so SEN got the coverage from two thirty. That's why Bearshead and I are here a little bit mm. early now. Son uh but um Barat's under racing. Barat's under racing. We're gonna catch up with him a little bit later on as well. And he revealed about the pitch doctoring, so to speak. Yeah. And it reminds me of a, a certain Newcastle team back in the day. You'd turn up, Brian, mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Yeah. And uh, not not so much doctoring a pitch, but... The dressing rooms. The dressing rooms. Water no. coming and, off the off yeah. the roof. Yes. Home and we ground would, advantage. And we would doctor the pitches too. Would you? Yeah, we'd doctor the pitches. So, remember once, um, Alan McMahon, when I was playing 21s, I was doing a bit of work as a groundsman. And they were playing the Maddie, Dragons Maddie, one day. Maddie, 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 Maddie. Yeah, yeah. You were doing a bit yeah. of work for ground. How many days yeah. did you work as a groundsman? Oh, one day. <laughs> one day. Half a day. Uh, so he, he got me Alan McMahon. And and he said to me, I was injured. I wasn't playing that. Yeah. And he said, um, the um, the the number one groundsman, a fellow called Neville Allen, rang me and said, Hey, Maddie, I need a bit of a bit of help here. I've had some instructions off the great element, Marm. I said, Yeah, what is it? So we turned up. Well, they're playing the Dragons, the boys in the first grade, and their two wingers was Martin Afire and Ricky Walford, oh. two speedsters. <laughs> so we just we spent two hours just completely hosing down the last ten meter <laughs> corridors, and so the rest of the field was rock hard, and the ten meter corridors, the exteriors, the ground was just a bog, heavy ten. <laughs> and then if we played a side that was had a player who was really good at you know repeat sets, say like Stirler, mm. they used to reduce the size of the end goal down to about three metres. If you're playing against blokes who just had no idea, two left feet, they'd open it up to about eight metres. Because remember back in the day, you could you could dictate how big the, the yeah. end goals were. Yeah. It was flexible. It was totally up to the home side. Yeah, was it, Matty, because I know Melbourne did it, mm. but was it, mm. you had to have it between six or eight or something like that, six or ten th- metres? I think for a while there, I think it was about five to uh, four to ten. Because Par- when Paramount they changed it because Paramount Stadium, because they had Sturlo, theirs was about twelve. Right. It was huge, and then they stepped in and said, "Mate, okay, we're just going to make this right across the board. It's got to be, uh, I think, about six or seven. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. It's mm. great memories, isn't it, Brian? Great memories. Yeah. yeah. So yes. Basically, simpler you're saying times. they were. Uh, speaking of simpler times, Matthew. Um, <laughs> I know you've been on a bit of a a, a, a jaunt overseas. You were, you were supposed to go and watch the zoo fight, but um, yes. that was cancelled. You, you decided to, to take the bride, and off you yeah. went gallivanting in the states. Yeah, we're going to have to watch. Um, we're going to watch Tim Zoo and Charlo. And Trish goes, "Oh, well, the refundable um, airfares um, are, are more expensive, but you know, should we do that?" And I went, "No." I said, mate, the, the fight's going ahead. It won't happen. I remember talking to Kenty. He said, oh, mate, you've got to be careful because one of them might break their hands in sparring. I said, like, please, if that's going to happen. And then a couple of weeks before we're going to go, we hear the word through. So we had non-refundables. Because you know what I'm like, Fletch? I'm, I'm total tight ass. Yeah. So I'm like, just do, mate. So anyway, we said, what are we going to do? So I just go over it. So we went to L.A., crossed to New York, back to Vegas for a couple of days. And 
It was interesting at Vegas because, mate, people just descend on Vegas from every part of America when the AFC, NFC, I suppose we would call semifinals were on yep. to get into the Super Bowl. And, uh, oh, mate, it was it was madness. It was it was chaos. It was good trip. Had a, had a really good time. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was sitting there thinking to myself, oh, what did we do? Because, you know, we've got the show starting tomorrow. And it's just a blur. <laughs> I can't really remember a lot of it for various reasons. So what's on tomorrow, Matty, um, with Morning Glory? Well, we're kicking off. We've got, we've got uh, Webby joining us. Mm. And it's always a toss-up. We start with the Eighth Immortal or Denon Kemp. Uh, we're going with Denon yeah. first up, so we get <laughs> off to a flyer. Uh, we'll save Joey as the season gets closer. But, yeah, mate, we've got a few new segs going on. Uh, one seg called Smoking Kemp. Um, we got uh, yeah. What's that, mate, mate? What's the smoking camp about? Right. Uh, so there's two parts to that. First one, we got slice of Denon. So he starts. He plays a bit of a podcast he's done during the off season with one of the stars. And then the second part of the break is it is Denon's Kemp's um, guide to how how to build a business empire. Oh. So people are looking to make a go of you know building a. Getting something going like he's bloke in a bar, he's going to give people tips on how to do it. Well, not only have you got a new segment, mm. uh, this is uh, without this is without notice too. Should yeah, be yeah, yeah. We have our own new segments called the Hurricane Name Game. All right. So basically, as we know, well, Gibbo didn't know this. Hurricanes uh, get named alternatively after a male and a female. In alphabetical order, yep. we're up to Hurricane Fred. Right. So it's name game, last man standing, famous yep. Freds. I'll go first. Hurricane name game, Hurricane <laughs> Fred. I'm going first. Astaire. Matthew, you're next. Uh, Fred Truman. Fitler. Mercury. Flintstone. Uh, does drop dead count? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Savage. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Fred Lees. Chris Lees is nicknamed Fred. Oh, have we said Flintoff? No. Yeah, no, Freddie Flintoff. Jones. Oh, Freddie Jones. What a, what a champion. Um, aha. Fred Farrington. Oh, made uh, up. No, yeah, he played for Newtown. He okay. was, um, he was the, um, he was the grandfather of Jack Elsgood. What about the sprinter, Frankie Fredericks? No. Oh, yep. no. No? No? Done. Because I don't have no one. This is my game. What, what about the guy in um, Scooby-Doo? He's Fred. Uh, Fred Fred from Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Fred, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Oh. Freddy Krueger. And uh, Freddy Truman. Has anyone said Freddy Truman? No. Yeah. Yeah. Second one off, I said Fred oh, Truman. Okay. Well, that's no, it. That's sorry. all we have time for today. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hurricane name game. <laughs> Haven't got a sponsor yet, but oh, look, I'd like Hurricanes yes. to sponsor us. <laughs> well, I tell you. Guys, um, <laughs> mate, Gibbo, Brooksy, Sugar. Yeah, now, yeah. we're not going to say exactly what happened, no. but last week, um, Bears Head and uh, Sad oh. Clown, Hindy, mate, they got, a, they, they got a double sting on me, which was one of the, I reckon, one uh, was well, certainly the best sting that <laughs> has ever happened to me, but I reckon one of the best stings ever. It was just, mate, it was 
Three hours yeah. of torture. We won't get into it, but, mate, you'll see it. Probably the first show. It's, oh, it, yes. It was, for me personally, it was horrendous. I was texting my wife through. I was going on going, oh, mate, you wouldn't believe what's happening here. Oh, she was going, leave, just leave. That's disgraceful. There were so many moving parts yes. that we had to have a backup sting. Yep. So the main sting, I, I thought I thought he'll, he'll know this is a sting yeah. if we don't... Um, so we had a backup sting, but yeah. he didn't know the first bit. So he, he actually got, he actually got hammered. Oh, that's great! He yeah. actually well, got I'll tell hammered. you how it how it finished with with me basically for a little for a split second fainting in my car. <laughs> right, so I'll leave the rest up to uh, imagination. Gloria, Maddie, oh, that's outstanding! I can't wait for that morning glory tomorrow. So uh, welcome back, young man, and we'll we'll catch you soon. Right, hey, lads, good on your boys. Good to talk to you again. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, plenty of friends coming through too. Fred Funk. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fred Durst, oh, Fred Durst. Bakes. So what we're going to do, we're going to do this once a week. It's going to be called the Hurricane Name Game. Um, uh, just another intro. Yeah. Uh, and we, the winner yeah. is going to be crowned with an all-you-can-eat buffet at Hurricanes. Oh, yes. Supplied by us. Yes. So I'm winning 1-0. Okay. But the, the, we're going to take a listener with us. Yep. A listener is coming. Yep. At the end of the year, and uh, what's that? Greg from Blacktown's got to be up there. Well, we can't because they don't have pizza there in Hurricanes. I, I, I love how Brian mentioned the name that had already been said, and he wins the game. It's, it's a fantastic game. Uh, Hurricane, no, Fred Funk, yeah. Freddie Durst. Did I say Freddie Couples? No. no. Yeah. See, when you get the juices flowing, yeah. Who's the Fred I'm thinking of? Who, who played played him in the Scooby Doo? Yeah, it is a blonde boy. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. Oh. Freddie Prince Senior, who was yeah. in Sorry. Chico and the Man. Isn't one of them Fred, though, the actual character? Yeah. yeah. I think Freddie Prince Jr. played Fred, didn't he? Yeah, I think it was Double Fred. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Beta Mainhoff, that's how he got the gig. Maybe. So yes. uh, we'll stick around. We're, we're going to have to search the world for hurricanes. Are we taking cyclones as well? Are you going to be retrospective? No. It's, no. it's current. So not ones in the past? No, they're always current. So there's no it? Katrina, there's no... No. Well, it might be one. It might come around, but I actually... I cheated a little bit. So I... Um, it's actually Gabriella today. Oh, you wanted to keep one up it. your sleeve. I did, because I only you had Sabatini. Did... <laughs> only had Sabatini. Oh, do you want a quick game now? Gete. Uh, quick game of Hurricane Name Game. Just like the time um, before that. <laughs> Good movie too, Gabriella. Yeah. Sabatini. Yeah. Uh, Gabriella Chelmy. She's a Made up. No, she's real. Okay. Gabrielle Medina. Oh, that's good. Pleasure Machine. Oh, boom. Oh, Richard. Yeah. Gato, the chef. Yeah, Gabriel Gato. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim Gabriel, tennis commentator. Oh, Peter Gabriel. Hey, no there's no Tim Gabriel. I didn't say Tim Gabriel. Did you say Tim Gabriel? Oh, did I? The tennis yeah, yeah. commentator? <laughs> no, yeah, he is. Tim Gabriel. Yeah. He's a tennis commentator for the ABC. Yeah. I mean, sorry, that other network. No, who's, who's, who's the Gabriel I'm talking about? Oh, I don't know, I mate. I don't know. <laughs> it's not Tim. No, I don't know. I have heard Tim Gabriel. Thank yeah. you. I have okay. heard My apologies. Um, no, I'm out. Okay, I'm out too. So I win again. Mm. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's very hard. So we're looking forward to hopefully there's a Harry because Harry yeah. would be quite easy. <laughs> anyway, that was that was uh, just brought to you by Hurricanes. The Hurricane name game. Yes, yeah. and that's just the way things go. Legs? Is that a, is that a yeah, game? Yeah, Plenty yeah. of legs. Mate, the sponsor team are ringing hurricanes as of we are. speak. I reckon retrocane could work. Like if there's no sugarcane. Sugar <laughs> like if there's no hurricanes yeah, yeah, or cyclones, just draw a let's hurricane go back. Out of the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Historic canes. Yep. Yeah. Don't forget too, by the way, in just 
over an hour. You can catch the first test live on Thursday, which is today across the SN Network. Adam Collins, Barat Sunderason, Ravi Shastri, who said, that's bullshit, mate. And uh, Harsha Bogley among the team. Yeah, yes, Brian. Ravi Shastri, I'm not getting into a stink with him. No maximum. way, Jose. He, look at, he can throw him. Is it the maximum? It's the maximum. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, this is the run home with Joel and Fletch. Craig Gabriel. Craig Gabriel, you're gone, Gibbo. No, yeah. Tim Gabriel's a real guy, though. Is he? Who's the singer? Is that Peter Gabriel? Yeah, Sledgehammer. I want to be... Thomas Gabriel from Die Hard 4, says Bakes. Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. And Liam Hemworth's partner, uh, Gabriella Brooks. Uh, yes, there's heaps here. Liam Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. Herman Munster. Fred Gwynn. Oh, that's a beauty. Frank the Tank. That's not Fred. <laughs> not Frank. Mick from Margaret. <laughs> Uh, yes. Drop dead, Fred. That was good. All right. Okay. Let's have a right quick on. break. Quick break and back with more. This car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotaflex. World-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Yeah, it certainly is. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have your say. You can text 0457... 736 736. Uh, Brian, plenty of texts coming through. Also, too, uh, let us know on young players to keep an eye on. Alifiano Khan Pereira. Yeah, that's your the Titans kid. Titans kid. Now, yeah. he won the top try scorer by five. Yeah. Absolutely smashed it. And my observation with these real prolific try scorers, Ben Barber, who was flogging them in the, in the junior grades, uh, Nathan Blacklock was doing the same thing. All of those kids all convert. Alex Johnston, Nathan Merritt scored a stack of tries in the lower grades. All of those prolific try scorers who win by space in the lower grades, they all convert into prolific mm. NRL try scorers. So if you're doing it in 21s, you're doing it in first grade. Mm. Nathan Blacklock was the same. Yep. He was just doing it in yep. 21s and then yep. Gus put him in first grade. I think he scored two on debut. Yep. Yep, that's exactly right. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, betting markets, please put Alafiana Khan Pereira in your markets. 101 plus would be nice too, if you don't mind. Uh, 1300 01 Brian. Uh, i got one here. Hey, boys, what about the Roosters youngster, Ethan King? I believe he's the nephew of Matt King, assistant coach. Fullback, he's filling in for, for Teddy. Yeah, this weekend. He looks like an exciting prospect, Fletch. Mm, I, haven't too much of, I haven't seen much of him. But, uh, no, it is it is good watching these. I, I really enjoyed it last year. That was the first year Fox covered the, the trials. And you got to you got to see a little bit. Because now, you know, back in the old days, you know, you had your 21s in your reserve grade or under 23s in reserve grade. And you got to see them go up and come mm. back down. It was – but sometimes they're a bit out of sight, out of mind with the, the uh, New South Wales Cup and the SG ball and stuff. Geez, your name game's taken off. Um uh, Freddie Lussick, he's playing this week. He's Freddie another Lussick. Freddie as well. Freddie Teasdall. Freddie Teasdall. Yeah. Bears and Manly. Yep. Yep. Could be time for another uh, edition mm. of the Hurricane. <laughs> Not right now. Na- it's time oh, okay. for news sorry, with sorry, April. Sorry, okay. Break <laughs> it back with more. <laughs> April, thank you very much. And I think this guy will be uh, most appreciative of the early start. I think I've got a feeling, I've got a bit of a hunch, the roasty, the messeter. I wouldn't be surprised if he's about to just be chinking glasses with our man, the coal miner. So at uh, one thirty-two p.m. or 12.32 p.m. if you're in there in Queensland, I think you'd be most appreciative of this. The run home, thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now, and Rotoflex mm-hmm. by Blunston, where stability meets the freedom to move. And for those asking about it, yes, get them on side. We'll be back for another year 
in 2023. Try sports with, with mates, start a group and build a multi together. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Here he is, the cheeking glass man, the coal miner, Shawnee Omrod. Hello, mate. <laughs> Uh, hello, boys. Yeah, early uh, early start means one thing: early finish. So, uh, yep. and with footy back, terrible, terrible time oh. for a schooner around Newtown. Like the, the weather, not really doing a lot for me. Not really conducive to uh, chinking glasses. But mm. I will be, I will be hunting down uh, our man, the NRL roast. He's only staying literally uh, meters down the road from mm. me. So, I reckon we'll find a nice little uh, cozy corner in the pub somewhere and just uh, chew the fat. Has he moved in? Well, you just said he's staying there. So, is this, is this short term? Or is he? No, he's uh he's on a he's on an early flight over there to uh, WA tomorrow to cover the uh, the big Volk fight. Oh, so okay. I, I don't think it'll be a late one. I think he's uh, up at the crack of dawn. So we'll try and keep it uh, relatively tame. But I think that's why he's in town. Now, Sean, you're a bit more measured when it comes to rugby league tipping. Um, and now this is your mm. team, the Bulldogs. You're a big Bulldogs yep. fan. Are you sharing um, the optimism? That my co-host here, yeah. Sugar, has with the Bulldogs making the eight. Well, he's he's saying they're a lay down Mazair. If they play half the yeah. games on the moon. And yes, <laughs> on, on, on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Is there a moon caveat to your yeah. uh, your declaration? No, no, there, I'm declaring no, look, I'm staying firm. Yeah, look, I, I think I've been on record as saying I just want to temper my expectation a little bit because I have seen this scenario before. Big Spruik team, although the Sharks sort of um, bucked that trend last year. Although I was with them at the start of the year alongside you, Shug. Mm. But the more and more I think about it and the closer we get to season kickoff and the, the more and more I just look at that team sheet, uh, the coach, massive, massive upgrade. The stars are aligning. I've had a look at their uh, their draw as well. It's it's a I won't say it's a it's an easy draw, but if you go through uh, the teams um, that they only play once, they only play the Storm, Panthers, and the Roosters uh, once. They play the Bunnies twice, who I think are going to be right up there again this year. So a few things are in their favour, uh, you know, long term when you look at the futures markets. And I'm not going to go as far as to declare them. But I think I want to be on the two dollars ten to play uh, to play finals. So I'm not as bullish as you should, but I'm with mm. you. Beautiful. Okay. I like that. Mm. I like that. One of the great students of the game, our mind, our man, the Coleman. What do you <laughs> what do you think about Nico Hines at around the eighteen dollar mark, top point scorer? Yeah, I've heard you uh, uh, wax lyrically about that the last couple of days. I don't I don't mind it. The only thing that worries me a little bit about Nico, and I wasn't. Um, I wasn't sort of uh, selling his stocks last year because they had a very, very easy draw. And look, he ended up winning the Dally M. So um, I was far from, um, well, I'm far from saying that he had a, you know, a poor year. But I think the year might have been a little bit deceiving. Um, and whether he can sort of lead that team around and back up uh, once again, I'm, I'm not too sure. So I'm, I'm a bit on the fence on that one. But we're all about price sugar. Um, and at 18 bucks, you don't have to pay too much to find out. So, uh, again, I'm just going to sit on the fence on that one. Okay, perfect, perfect. I like the fence sitting there from the coal miner. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything, questions, Brian? No, no, no. What, have we, what do we want to talk about today, Shawnee? Should we get, start with the, uh, the pitch doctoring over there in uh, the subcontinent? Yeah, oh, yeah. PD. Although, PD. There's, yeah, there's, there's not a lot to report. Although, I, I can't make up my mind on where I sit on the whole thing. I, at first, I thought... I was a bit uh, a bit play on, but then I saw how they were actually sort of only watering certain parts of the pitch. And I think, I'm not going to go as far to say it's cheating, but probably against the spirit of the game. And we know cricket or test cricket certainly is all about how the spirit that's played in. So I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of it, but as far as the uh, the money uh, has been trending here at Sportsbet, well, it's all about uh, the home side, India. 
they're seeing over half of the half the turnover on this uh, on the match betting market. They're a dollar sixty seven, so he's just a touch from dollar sixty five yesterday. Pleasingly, though, boys, for those looking for a Monday afternoon off, the draw has just firmed up a little <laughs> bit. So it was six dollars twenty five, I think, yesterday. Now five dollars ninety. So I just want to keep seeing that uh, firm up. The Aussies three dollars thirty five. But I did did I hear a crow? Something to do with Peter Hanscom before Shug? Yes. Or was, I, was, yeah. my, uh, was my radio playing? Yeah, up? it was the Karma Crow. Mm. Right. Mm. Is he playing? Talk me through it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well, I don't think he is. <laughs> no, 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 the Crow, the Karma Crow. This is the Karma Crow one, right? So where India have been doctored in pitch, they're trying to attack mm. the left-handers, right? So now as a result, um, and we'll get all the latest through, um, Barrett's going to catch up this a little bit later on, but they're trying to really, they know we've got, so many left-handers being represented in our team. So therefore, Matt Renshaw, who's a left-hander, may find his spot in jeopardy and somebody like a Peter Hanscom could come in. Now, if Peter Hanscom comes in the right-hander, I think there's a little karma crow that's ready to bite the Indian team for doing such um, mischievous acts. Well, speaking of speaking of biting, you can have a little bite at uh, 500 to 1, Peter Hanscom, player of the series, Sugar. If you, if you want to get on the calm bus... With uh, with Joel Kane, you can oh. throw at the stumps there, quite yeah. almost quite literally. Yeah. Peter Hanscom, five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Karma Crow. Yeah. So you've gone. Yeah, the Karma Crow. You like the Karma Crow? I do like the Karma Crow, but I might bring it in for twenty twenty three. You're a segment man. Yeah. You and your stupid hurricanes. Yeah. K- KC. Yeah. I've got a song for it as well. KC yeah. and the Sunshine. Man. Yeah. Come is it? Um, is it? Uh, so is it a different sounding crow? It's the Karma Crow sound. Yeah, we'll get Karma Chameleon. We'll get um, – what's mm, his mate? It's got to sound the... a little bit different. You can't throw the normal crow, Gibbo. What's the bloke who, who sang Karma Chameleon? Boy George. Boy George. Yeah, yeah. Boy George. That's it. Peter Hanscom, <laughs> 500 to 1. <laughs> Moral. Absolute, <laughs> absolute Frank Moral. Uh, what else you got there, Shawnee? Yeah, troll. First troll match uh, of the preseason challenge underway tonight. Warriors take on West Tigers. Warriors are favourites. Uh, I won't be going near that one with a 40-foot pole in terms of uh, uh, betting on that match. Just happy to sit back and have a few schooners with a roasty and watch that one. But we fast-forward to Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, the All-Star game. I'm uh, I'm really starting to warm to the Indigenous side, fellas. Obviously, the, the Mary side has had a few players pull out. And I look at that back line. We've got Cody and Nico in the halves, Latrell at fullback. I think they might just be able to run up a score on the Mary All-Stars. Just late in the game, I think it might be a little bit closer um, or certainly close uh, as we sort of enter halftime or thereabouts, but I think they've got that back line. It's got far too many points in them. So I'm I'm on them 13 plus in that one, lads. That's my oh. little, uh, not quite a karma crow, but uh, some sort of crow. Beautiful. $9, Peter Hanscom, first innings, top run scorer. Okay. Thank you What's his much. average? Three. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, it'd be handy. Yeah. It'd be sort of give you'd have a rough idea, wouldn't you? I think it'd be sort of uh, into the thirties. Late thirties. Let's have a look, Joe. Yeah, thirty eight point nine. Ooh, bang bang. Thirty eight point nine. Yeah, that. well that's that's right in the mix. Yeah. Particularly if you're a right hander. Uh, no pun intended. Do we have any uh Super Bowl markets, Sean you want to go through or you gotta go? No, no, I've got plenty of time for you. Oh hang on, uh, but well, I'm just gonna go to the producer to the stars. Brooks. One more, one more. Super Bowl or cricket? One more. Yeah. You pick, Shawnee. One more. I just want first touchdown. First touchdown. Super Bowl. No, let's get a bit fruity because the Super Bowl, the the sort of match betting and handicap hasn't moved to touch. There's not much 
to uh to, to go there. But I want to talk about Jordan Maylada. I want to race something with you. Is him playing for the uh South Sydney under twenties? Is that becoming the new Damien Cook was a beach sprinter? <laughs> yeah. We're getting to those sort of yeah. those sort of areas. But we've got a we've got a little Mylata hub up on site. So the score at touchdown, obviously uh, very rare for a player in his position, so that's big odds. $151 to score a touchdown, but we've got uh, to recover a fumble, getting more fruity here, $11. Uh, to record a 0-0 game, Brooksy, you'd be very familiar with that. what that means. Zero penalties against zero sacks allowed. That's the uh, most likely of the options in the uh, MyLighter Hub, $2.25, but hoping he can break the Aussies' uh, sort of uh, ducks back there and win a, win a Super Bowl ring. Bloody oath. Uh, well done, Shawnee. Great to chat, mate. Enjoy the uh, the few... Beers with the roasty. Try sports bets bet with mates. Start a group and build a multi together. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Joel, you're off your head, says uh, Kiwi Joe. I think that's about the 501 shot. 501 shot. Uh, boys, Bailey Hodgson for the Knights has a wrap on him. Josh Hodgson's nephew, Mitch from Robinson. Fitzy says Wagga race two. Stand by. Number one. That. Oh, that's sneak through. Backed off the Darren map. Give me some, give us um, a look here. Boys, a couple of young Bulldogs to look out for. Paul Alamotti just turned 19 and built like a brick outhouse. Uh, Gerald Skelton is the other one he's talking about there. There's a stack coming through, um, and we need to catch up on those as well. And I do agree, Jeff. Uh, Sean Bloor, who's out of sight, out of mind. The boy can play from Mitchenbury Jets, I think you'll find he's from. Sorry, he's- before we go into the break. So, boys, I've just got on the Karma Galar, which is the opposite to you. <laughs> He's back, Peter Hanscom for a duck. (laughs) The Karma Crow meets the Karma Galar. I'm breaking back with more. His car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotaflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Tell you what, Brian, we are absolutely pumped. Now, the reason that we have come in so early today is because we are handing the reins over to the SEN cricket team. Correct. And you can catch the first test live on Thursday, which is today, which is a matter of well, less than an hour away across the SEN network. Adam Collins, Ravi Shastri, Harsha Boglay, and our man, Barat Sundarason's on the line. Hello, Brat. Morning, guys. How are you? Going well, we're going good. Now, you've caused quite the stir mm. here locally, and uh, <laughs> it, it, it relates to an inconsistent pitch. How's that blown up? Well, uh, funnily enough, just a couple of minutes ago, I was down there by the pitch, and a couple of the Aussie guys did say, called me a sleuth. He's like, they were like, oh, you so you just are everywhere, sitting incognito, <laughs> keeping an eye on the pitch. And that's actually not what I was doing. No. I was, but my important duty was just setting up the SEN kit. Uh, but look, it's, it's funny. When you go up close, there are a couple of spots on the far end from where we are, which already look a little dry, like they're scuffed up. But on, on this end, I mean, on uh, our end, if that makes sense, the northern part, it, it's looking pretty okay. The, mid, the center of the pitch looks perfectly fine. It's hard. And I don't think it'll be a diabolical pitch, but it'll be one of those pitches which will play okay and then suddenly just start breaking, maybe hopefully later in the game, but earlier than we expect. Barat, what is the rules or regulations around watering pitches or rolling pitches? Is there anything in the rules that say you can't do this? Or is it just, this is not, you know. No, nah, not, nah. nah, not, not really. I mean, it's, the, the ICC doesn't have like a mandate over uh, like how pitches are prepared in bilateral treaties. It is up to the curator. And technically the curator doesn't hand over the pitch till the morning of the match to the umpires. 
so no, I mean you, you can do whatever you want really to uh, to deal with the pitch, and it's also you know only doctoring if you do something to the pitch after the match has uh, begun, okay. which rarely happens these days in Test cricket. Okay. Hey, Brett, we've been talking about um, well the notion or the idea behind the fact of the uh, alleged pitch doctoring, as they're calling it is that we have so many left-handed oh. batsmen and therefore that may cost Renshaw a spot and that may mean that Peter Hanscom comes in. And now I've got a bit of a theory. If Hanscom comes in, there might be a little bit of karma there oh. where he could have a big series. But the question, I suppose, first and foremost, Brad, is when do you actually get the official teams in your hands? When, when do you know who the final 11 is for both sides? I mean, technically, you don't know uh, before the toss, right? right. Uh, unless... The, the odd occasion where uh, one of the teams just like you know announces who, who's going to play in, in a press conference, for example, day before the test. But that rarely happens, and uh, I mean the opposition will not know before you actually hand over the team sheet <laughs> at the toss. So right. uh, it, it was bizarre. I mean it was bizarre what was uh, trying to, uh, to be done with the pitch. More bizarre than uh, anything criminal, as some made it sound. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, and you're right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm quite confident Peter Hansen will play because he was. I saw him shadow practicing near the pitch yesterday at some point. We were, unlikely you would do that unless you're playing. Uh, but what I can say is Todd Murphy is definitely playing. I oh, yes. Okay. So that's some big news coming up from Nagpur. So we'll, be, we'll see two off-spinners and uh, Nathan Lyon and Todd Murphy mark their run-ups together. So uh, there was that nice chemistry to them as well. Like, you know, I saw them just having a chat about marking the run-ups and everything else. Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. I just whispered a little congratulations into his ear as he was walking past. So no, there you go. So we have a test debutant for Australia. Breaking oh, news here, uh, Brian. Nice which, which, if my memory serves me right, so Todd Murphy joins Nathan Lyon, two leggies. No, no, offie. Two offies, rather. Two mm. offies. Two offies. My apologies. Two offies. And I'm going back to Pakistan in 1988. Peter Taylor and Timmy May. Peter Taylor. Is that the last time we saw that? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. We've seen two leggies together. Yeah. But definitely not. This, is, two this is good. Is that right, Barat, Barat? Is it, Yeah, is he correct, Barat? It, no, it, you're absolutely on the mark. Mm. Uh, full points, trivia points yeah. for you. Yeah. But that was the last time, 1988, mm. a long time ago. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, uh, not many people expected this. Uh, it looked, even I was convinced that Ashton Nega would be the one play. Uh, but, uh, unfo- I mean, but, unfortunately for him, they've gone with... Um, Arguably the better spinner, the guy who's played not too many first-class games, but he's made such an impression on Shield cricket and even on some of his teammates who he bowls to in the nets. I've seen. Uh, you know, Manas and Steve Smith really rate you if you start. They start asking you about, uh, you know, about checking with you on uh, what they're doing with the bat. So no, great, great moment uh, for uh, Todd Murphy, I'm sure. Uh, and um, yeah, I even heard that his dad might be flying over. So yeah, it'll be a lovely moment for. Uh, this young man with a bright future ahead of him. Hey, Brett, we need to run because we need to wrap up this show before we hand the reins to you guys. Uh, now, the question that we really need to know is, if you're working on Monday, which means day five, it means we're not working on Monday. Who's working? Is it going to five days, you or uh, us? Uh, no, I think you better make sure you you are at work first thing in the morning. Oh, we won't be Brett, no. Yeah. Brett, it's Super Bowl Monday. <laughs> yes. I'll be like nine Budweiser's deep. <laughs> yes. Hey, Brett, uh, have a great call, mate. Uh, and I've got a feeling Australia, right, Australia can win this. And it's a star-studded commentary Good team. Job. You're a big part of that. We appreciate that. And thanks for the update. As far as Test 1's concerned, Australia, take you on India. 
Cheers, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, Barat. There you go. At two thirty, we handle the reins. Sen have got you covered throughout. I like Barat. The test matches. He's fantastic. Australia taking on India. That's coming up right here on the Sen Network. This car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotaflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Yeah, Donnie's on the massage bed at the moment, Brian. He said, uh, Don says, loving the midday show, gentlemen. Good little lunchtime retreat while I'm face down at the local massage joint. Yeah, that's good. Good on you, Don. I, I love. Is, is Don... Uh, he's good. Is that the same number as Jimmy Smith? Oh. Gary's golden hands. Oh, so he's getting a full body. I usually get a footy. <laughs> but, yeah. Just a foot a foot massage. He's getting a uh, full body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's very hard. Yeah, you can't have your ears in because sometimes right. when they start mas- massaging your head, mm. you get your massaged head. Yes. Uh, they can fall out. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, there's heaps of texts coming through. <laughs> we are reading them all, as Julian King says. Brian's read every single one of them and screenshotted many of them. Um, but we've got Doug Gottlieb coming up. Now, he is an A-grade, not in our A-grade sense, but he's no. a terrific presenter yeah. at Fox Sports Radio. Top, he's going to preview the shelf, Super Bowl. He's coming to us live from Phoenix, Arizona. Top Brian. shelf. Correct. I'm home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in yeah, stock mate, today. Yeah. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotaflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. Uh, yes, certainly is. Uh, and we do appreciate the support from our proud sponsors, Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, which is in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. And, of course, a shout-out to the open line, Jimmy Smith, with SBS fencing and toilet hire, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you wish to have your say, now Brian, mm-hmm. round one, it's almost here. We've launched Brian Lloyd's your verdict. Two and a half thousand dollars up for grabs. This is what you do: you pick one winner in every round of the NRL season for your chance to win. If your verdict wins, you survive. You get it wrong and you're out. Last person standing wins. Brighton's Lawyers, your verdict. Head to sensurvivor.com.au. And, uh, yes, we do appreciate that. Okay, can Have I, your say. Can, yes, Just Brian. on that, can I pick the, the same team every week? You don't know the, the ins and outs of this mm. yet? Question without notice. That old chestnut. Just, no, it's all right. It's good with a question. With the we'll verdict. Find out okay, you. we'll find it. T's and C's apply. Okay, boys, can I do this? Hey, boys, WBW this week. Now, this is for you, Gibbo. This could be foot juice. Oh, yeah, he's back. Islam to beat Volk all up Philly to win the Super Bowl. I thought uh, so. Volks, the underdog, is he? Yeah, no, he's he's paying like four dollars to win Ooh, this fight. Yeah, okay. So there's a, there's a few other Aussies on the card. Uh, Jack Della Madalena, he's undefeated so far. You can mm. get about a dollar thirty for him. He should win. I reckon just go all Aussie fighters. Tyson Pedro's fighting. Uh, there's a few other Aussies on the card. So Sunday, get to the pub, boys. Oh, what's Islam's? Maybe a few cordials. Yeah. What's Islam's strengths? Uh, grappling, wrestling, on the ground, choking but out. I say this about Volk every time. Every time I've watched yep. Volk, they said, he's the underdog, he won't yep. handle this, and he yep. just keeps stepping up. Yeah, oh, I agree with you, Fletch. Uh, this this is going to be his biggest test. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, well, because he's going up a division. First of all, that's quite hard to do mm. anyway, and it only happens a couple of times. I think Conor McGregor, Israel Adesanya tried to do it a couple of years ago. He got caught out. It's going to be a tough fight, but $4 is good value to yeah. back an Australian. My young blokes fell in love with the UFC, and he reckons no one holds two belts. Apparently, he reckons Volk's going to do it. 
Wow, that's a big call from your son, Joel. Yep, yep. and well, what would he know? Has he uh, got 10 bucks on it? Or? I don't know. <laughs> no don't one's know. ever done it. Are you saying no well, one's done um, it? He's done some kind of video where apparently no one gets the two. But anyway, okay. I tell you what, super. I'm actually against foot juice. I think the Volk will win, and I think Mahomes will get it done. But Doug Gottlieb, Fox Sports Radio, he's coming up after this. Welcome back to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Don't forget to have your say, the number 1300 01 1170. Text. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Now, Brian, the board has lit up because you know what? There is two major events looming. One in half an hour, the Test match. The two, well, we think they'll meet in the Test Championship. Australia taking on India. Mm-hmm. That starts in half an hour. SEN have the coverage there. But then we fast forward to Monday. And we've got a self-interest, don't we, Brian? We really, and it relates to the cricket. What's that? Well, we want to have it's the day off. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's not happening. You don't think so? Well, don't think like that. Yeah. Think the opposite. Okay. Because if you if you throw it out there, Oprah Winfrey, the yeah. secret. Yes. She swears by it. Yeah. We throw it out. <laughs> yes. It's going to come back. The law of attraction, Brian. So let's just say, yeah, nah, it's going to be on. It's going to be on. So for the listeners joining us just uh, late in the show, if the test match goes to five days, Brian and I have got Super Bowl Monday off. But a bloke who won't be, have the day off because he'd be working and he's on Radio Row as we speak, Brian... He's a friend of the show. He's a talented, talented man from Fox Sports Radio over there, typically in LA. But today, Radio Row, Phoenix, Arizona, the great man, Doug Gottlieb. G'day, Dougie. G'day, boys. How are you? Going good. Well, we're better for finding out, aren't we, Brian? Our man, Doug, Mm. has left Radio Row and has found himself in a bar. Yeah, it it sounds – I want to be there. Where where are you, Doug? What, what, uh, What state are you in? Phoenix, Arizona, mate. What state am I? Uh, no, like, not like alcoholic state. Alcoholic yeah, state. Physical yeah. state. Alcoholic state. I mean, what state are you? Are you, are uh, you, six you know, I, I I could have. So it locally it's five twenty six. So oh. plenty of time for happy hour. Yeah. Uh, but I knew I was coming out with you guys. Um, um, actually paying some bills, sending out some input. You know, all the administrative stuff I can't do at home because oh. I'm always doing other stuff. Yep. So I'm, I'm at my hotel bar at a hotel called the Foundry. Ooh. It's about a 10-minute walk from downtown Phoenix. I'm headed out to Scottsdale to have dinner with a, uh, a buddy of mine. And so I haven't really started digging in on the on the booze just yet. Okay. A little early. It's going to be a long night. A couple parties tonight to go to. Oh, so nice. I am, uh, I'm on the – I don't know. Do you, I mean, is it Arnold Palmer translate in Australia? Do you guys know Absolutely. what Arnold Palmer is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an Arnold Palmer, isn't, isn't that alcohol-free? Alcohol yeah, it's just iced tea and lemonade. And gotcha. then the John Daly is if you do iced tea and lemonade and you throw vodka in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was Tom Hanks having? I don't mind the Charlie Sheen, too. Have you had a Charlie Sheen before, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> that gets you going. <laughs> uh, very, very good. What was, the, what was the Tom Hanks drink that he came up with? Champagne uh, or something? And Coke. C- uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's very, right. Yeah. Jack and Coke, yeah. Jack and Coke, rum and Coke. Yep. That's it. No, that's no, no. It. It's champagne. Yeah. Champagne and Coca-Cola, Doug. I don't know if you're a Tom Hanks. Champagne and Coke? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's a Tom Hanks. That sounds show. terrible. It does. It does. I'm sort of off Tom a bit. Anyway, let's get into it. But Doug, set the scene for us, please. Yeah. Super Bowl and uh, Fox Sports Radio, you're one of the anchors there. You play a major part in that. You've taken yourselves from Los Angeles all the way to Phoenix, Arizona, ready for this major game. We've got two African-American quarterbacks meeting for the first time. We've got brothers meeting for the first time. How, how's the vibe? Uh, it's pretty good. It's a little early. So here's what's kind of cool about Phoenix this week. So there's a, a big golf tournament, mm-hmm. and it's called the Waste Management Open. 
And so I, I don't know how familiar you guys are with. So most regular PGA Tour events, like unless you're a golf guy, you're not really into the Waste Management Open traditionally is like the biggest party on the tour, mm. specifically the 16th hole. It's the stadium hole. And there's 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 all kinds of drinking and games mm. that go on and people yelling and stuff. It's very ungolf like. Um, and so that started today with the Pro-Am and that's out in Scottsdale, you know, which is a suburb mm. of, of Phoenix. So you have the two kind of events coinciding. So it's kind of a turnout. Today is the first day where it feels like it's getting to be a party and then tomorrow to really crank up. Uh, but the vibe, you know, like Phoenix this time of year is generally pretty nice. It's, you know, um, I don't know what translates into Celsius, but um, high 60s, low 70s, it's going to get warmer. So it's going to be really nice, like shorts weather during the mm. day, kind of cool and crisp at night. And then, you know, as, until the Philly folks show up, it's going to be a good time. Then Philly shows <laughs> up and, you know, hide the women, hide the children, hide the booze. <laughs> they, they, they're uncouth, completely uncouth. And, uh <laughs> You know, dudes will get sloppy late at night and and try and show their bravado. Well, um, Doug, they're they're they're, they're, they're uh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, I was just going to say to for our listeners that they'd be like Penrith supporters, <laughs> yes. which is a, which is a, basically a suburb in Sydney, which reminds me of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Pretty, pretty much. Sure, it. you got it. See, so you understand. <laughs> yes. So you understand. Like, like, listen. Here's the deal. Nobody likes people from Philadelphia, and they they love that. That's actually they. They love that. Nobody likes us, and we don't care. Oh, that's okay. kind of the, the whole thing. And they're like, "Well, everybody's against us." Yeah, that's because nobody likes you, and you don't care. That's a, it's, so it's a it's a it's a cycle there. Uh, but that that's kind of how they roll. Now, Doug, the Samoan community, I understand, uh, pound for pound or per capita, are the most represented uh, nation in the world when it comes to the NFL. Now, uh, Jordan Maylata, right, who was part of the Polynesian community, and in rugby league here in Australia. The Polynesian community are dominating here. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Polynesian players find themselves from rugby league, like Jordan Maylata, to the NFL. Now, are you aware of his story, uh, Jordan Maylata's, Doug? Yes, yes. And, I mean, like, look, I mean, Polynesian, the Polynesian community. So, um, I mean, in Southern California, like, if, I mean, the general rule is make friends with the Polynesians because yeah. <laughs> they just – they're they're built they're built for this sport they're built for rugby rugby they're built for the tough stuff it's it's an awesome it's an awesome awesome community of people so especially in football and yes in terms of Jordan you know his his story is is been pretty well covered in the states and, and Doug is Jordan because you can imagine over here all our journos are just frothing over him they're just saying he's the best thing since sliced bread which he is but are we being a little bit biased I I, I want to get your take on it. Is he as good as our press are saying? Well, yes. And, and there's more to it is this. So the strength of the Philadelphia Eagles is they have an unbelievable roster, but the, the strength of that roster is in their offensive and defensive lines. They just maul people. So yes, Jordan is a gigantic part of that offensive line. And that's, you know, with him and Kelsey at center, he got great personalities, but they're the strength of the team. They're the reason they're that good, and so I I wouldn't say that uh, I wouldn't say that he individually gets any more attention than he deserves, but as a group, they're very very well regarded. Yeah, I have this saying, Brian, don't I? Sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped. Correct. Do you want to explain that to Doug? Because yeah, I think sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped. Now Jordan Maylata had these ambitions, loving Sonny Bill Williams and Benji Marshall, who you won't know. Uh, Doug, but if you YouTube them, they'll be extensive. But Jordan Maylata had these ambitions to play rugby league 
and got cut, got sacked. Mm. So therefore, look for an olive branch. Went to the NFL. And yeah. Brian, sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped. But we had this argument on the show yesterday, Doug, about Australians being represented in Australia. If you walk down Times Square, yes. Doug Gottlieb yeah. from Fox Sports Radio, yes. and if you interviewed people at Times Square and said, who's the Australian who immediately comes to mind? Ignoring Jordan Mailata, who would be the person you think in Times Square people would immediately say that Australian? Me, me or like somebody in Times Square? Well, you, all of the above. For yeah. me, it, like it, it all goes to basketball. Like I know so many Aussies that play basketball. Okay. And uh, a, a, a lifelong friend of mine, Dylan Rigdon, played professionally in Australia. He's a neighbor of mine. He still has friends from Australia who come and visit him. So, you know, my view, you know, I went, you know, from – from Delhi to all the Australian Institute of Sports guys to Bogey, all those guys. Me, I, I go, I go to the hoops mode. Right. I mean, I think if you're in Times Square, you know, people say stupid stuff like Crocodile Dundee or something. Yeah, that's yes. what that's what I mean, I, that's what we thought. We thought yeah, that yeah. or Margot Robbie or Steve Irwin, mm. maybe something like Margot Robbie's this strong. I mean, that's a strong yeah. one to represent your country. Yeah. Like I can't really. And by <laughs> and by the way, uh, what was your expression? This the best what? Sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped. So basically, something yeah, bad yeah, no, happens, I, I but it leads it. There's, yeah. a, there, you know, there's a Garth Brooks song. I don't know if you've heard mm. it. The, it's, uh, it's called Unanswered Prayers. Yeah. And, and it's a song. It's like some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Like you pray for one thing, and you end up not. Else. That's not really the, the right thing for you. No question. That's absolutely true. Well, the American public prayed for something yesterday, and they got it. Uh, LeBron James breaking uh, the point scoring record. It was massive news over here. I can only imagine how it was yesterday over there. We Dave. actually got a text from a, a guy was, from called Anthony Davis. The, did you guys see the photo? Did you guys see yes. the photo of him making a shot? Yeah. Yes. Did you see that only Phil Knight didn't have his phone out? Yeah. We saw that. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's like there, but I just it was just embarrassing for our culture that like yeah. you pay all that money to go see the game, then you're like, I saw the game on my phone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Put the phone down. Yes. But uh Yes, what it, it LeBron's in an interesting uh, space, really, right? His team's kind of a mess. You know, they're okay, they're competitive, but they're not winning a championship. On the other hand, he kind of constructed the team. Like those are all those are all his selections. So it's like it's like you know, uh, it's like you, you, uh, your wife telling you to take out the garbage, and you say you cooked it, you take it out, right? I mean, this is <laughs> he, he he made this mess. Yeah. Um, and though I think he gets the respect he deserves from people in the league and most fans in L.A., he's still not really a Laker like he mm. plays for the Lakers, but not a Laker. Right. It's, it's just a, it's a hard thing to explain, but he's never really ingratiated himself or figured out a way. And it's hard because most of his career, he was the enemy of the state. And even though he didn't play against the Lakers in the NBA finals, he and Kobe never matched up, whether in Cleveland or Miami. It's just been a weird thing where he plays for the Lakers, mm. but I don't think anybody considers him a Laker. And he's played for for five years now. Yeah. Well, the listeners consider you a big part of the show, Doug. The board has lit up. We appreciate that. We must run because uh, we're about to close the show. But what we need from you is the tip for the Super Bowl and your MVP. And first touch and first touchdown. And first touchdown? Yeah, player. Who's uh, first touchdown, I'll go with Jalen Hurts. Philadelphia always oh, jumps out early. Good. I think the, the – I think the – the Chiefs win it. Um, they're not the better team, but they have Pat Mahomes is a magician. He's mm. uh, he's incredible. You know his he his best wide receiver. You know they traded in the off season because he wanted too much money. 
and his, you know, t- two of his top wide receivers are hurt. Um, but he figures it out. Like he just finds a way. And uh, I think, you know, I, if I fall back and say, Hey, best quarterback who's been here before figures it out against a better overall team. Um, I would go the the Kansas city chiefs, but the first touchdown, I'll say Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Beautiful. Doug Gottlieb, Fox sports radio. Uh, a lot of our listeners, we've encouraged to listen to your program, which they do. We appreciate you being part of our program. Enjoy Super Bowl week on Radio Row. And uh, please get in tomorrow in the broadcast. Sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped, Brian. <laughs> I will get it. I'll, I'll throw that one out there. And by the way, if you're going to make it, you guys ever going to make a trip for Radio Row? Yeah, Next yes. year, Super Bowl Let's do it. in Vegas. We can't, oh, oh, we're Super Bowl's in. in Vegas. We'll do that. We'll do Super that. Super Bowl Vegas. And That's we'll catch Super up. Bowl we'll we'll put you in a headlock, yeah. won't we, Brian? Yeah, I'll have a couple of Charlie Sheens. You have a couple of Arnold Palmers, <laughs> and off we go, Dougie boy. <laughs> well, I'll get pissed. Uh, we'll get, we'll, uh, we'll get peppered you on the socials. I appreciate it, mate. And uh, enjoy Super Bowl week. We'll chat later. Anytime, pals. Uh, what a man. Great fella. Good Great fella, fella Doug Gottlieb. Uh, very uh, kind man. But that's us, Brian. The yep. test match is about to start. The yep. coin toss is in about five minutes. SEN Radio, I've got you covered. A massive match. India taking on Australia. All the big stars are ready for you. Quick break. We go straight to the match, which is Australia taking on India. And maybe we see you on Monday. If it goes to day five, we'll see you on Tuesday. Thanks for the great week. Thank you to Brooksy Gibbo, Bears Head, and all the Thanks listeners. We'll catch you next week. See you, guys.